Do it. Hey, what's happening, Ward Wrestling Live? Good morning. Uh, I think it's Thursday. It's Thursday. All my days are running together. Um, you know, our, our show, obviously, Ward Wrestling Live, uh, we're brought to you now by uh, this month. We're brought to you by Manscaped. So uh, they got that new lawnmower 3.0. Uh, go to manscaped.com, uh, type in the code WARD, W-A-R-D, and you get 20% off. Uh, you know, you know what they say, right? A stump looks bigger in a desert than it does in the woods. So let's get your lawnmower going and uh, and we'll get that done. But uh, meanwhile, we're here with the great Glenn Lanham. I hope I said that right. He's the head coach of Duke University. Been there, I believe, since 2012. Right, coach? Yes. Uh, he's a two-time D1 All-American at Oklahoma State and Tennessee. He was a freestyle wrestling All-American and he was part of the great Sunkiss kids growing up. Uh, got to do big things there and he's here with us today. Man, coach, it's an absolute honor to have, uh, you know, one of ACC's fine coaches on here with me. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's good to be on. I'm glad I'm glad we can spread some Duke love uh, through, uh, throughout your audience here. Yeah, I like it. Go Blue Devils. Uh, you're doing big things there. Uh, uh, I, I mean, first of all, uh, talk about this summer, kind of a weird, different summer. Were, were you able to do anything at all with your kids? Well, they had us locked down for quite a bit, you know, Durham. Uh, was a little tougher than outside areas. So we, we, we just really just started to get on the, on the mat here the last, I would say, week, getting guys back on the mat, getting get guys back in the weight room. We started school three weeks ago. So getting students back on campus. So we don't have any uh, seniors or juniors on campus. That's, you know, but all of our kids are here, but, you know, the regular general population uh, it, it's kind of short. So, but it, it, it's been good. You know, we've been testing every week and trying to make sure our guys stay healthy. So that's a new, new thing that we're going to have to get used to wearing the mask and, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So our guys have been pretty good about it. We've, we've, we've had guys, you know, no, no fails so far. So we're hoping to have a season, but it, it's, it's been weird, but it's been the, the key word has been flexibility for sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I've heard that uh, uh, some of the, you know, a lot of the big colleges, Big Ten, ACC, uh, you know, obviously colleges that do have some money and some medical programs. Obviously, Duke's got that great medical yeah. there. Um, but you guys are able to uh, test pretty frequently, test your guys before practice. Uh, you know, I read something where they'll, they'll quarantine for, you know, a few minutes while you guys get the test done and it comes back and and then it's to practice. And, and I mean, that's great because if, if you catch a kid prior to practice, you can send them up to the room or whatever and, and do that. But it's also great because you have access to immediate results and you're able to wrestle, right? I mean, the kid's got to be happy to be back in the room, back on the mats. Oh, no doubt. So we're, we're fortunate. Uh, Dr. Wolf uh, is, is not only part of the, you know, the Duke family, but the NBA, the, the NFL, you know, he's an ear to all those 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 organizations as well so to have that type of you know medical at that's you know right at your doorstep is unbelievable for us so it kind of puts us ahead of the curve you know our guys kind of figure it out really quick on what to do so we test every saturday and our guys go through that the test and to make sure that they pass we know within you know 48 hours uh you know they have a symptom monitoring uh link that we follow as well too so there's a lot of protective protocol put in place to make sure that our student athletes are safe here at Duke. 
You know, it's great to start to see this. Like um, we see um, where a lot of these big uh, tournaments that are being put on, uh, New Way has kind of made it their thing to to understand kind of the uh, the protective, um, you know, protecting these kids and coming in with uh, with you know certain precautions and being able to get these tournaments running. And hopefully, as they get better at it, even at the college level we can see the scuffle go on and we can see the, the NCAAs go on and we can see tournaments start to happen because now uh, everyone's learned how to do the precautions correctly and it'll be fun to be able to see sport again, right? No, no doubt. Well, you, what we have to remember as, 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 as a wrestling organization, we, you know, we're, we're way ahead of the room cleanliness and all of those things. I mean, we, you know, we have the wipes and we have the soap and we have, all that stuff. So our guys are kind of used to the protocols that are put in place where, where a lot of coaches, you know, I'm, I'm on a call and, you know, they're talking about, well, you know, coaches, you're going to have to, you, you know, you may have to clean your facilities where you're at. You may, and, and, you know, these coaches are like, how do you do that? How do you do that? And, and I'm like sitting back as a wrestling coach. We do that every day. So for us, I think we have to get our story out. You know, we've been through all the major, you know, you look at the nineties where you had, you know, the athletes passing away. And, and then so wrestling made adjustments. And then, you know, where, where that the skin diseases and all that stuff. So we're way ahead of the curve when it comes to just protecting our student athletes. So now this is just another wrinkle that, you know, we as coaches understand, oh, like the cleanliness part of wash your hand, wear a mask, do all that kind of stuff. We, we, where, where our athletes are, are already just kind of, you know, we're used to that type of regimen. So, for us, it's just like, okay, it's a little bump, but it's not major like football. And then we can control our environment. Okay, I can look at, you know, my my 25-pounder and my 33-pounder and say, okay, you're going to go with each other all day or you're going to go with each other the whole the week. Football, basketball, all these sports, you can't do that. You know, you, you know, your quarterback hands the ball to a running back. You got five guys tackling him. You don't know who's who. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I know if I set my practices up that that day where I have – you know, my, my 25 pounder going with my 30 pounder, I could have him go to whole month with each other. You guys go to whole month with each other. So that way we can control our environment. We know. And then even for duels, you know, your 25 pounder is going to wrestle your 25 pounder. We can separate, we can weigh in differently. So there's a lot of things that we can do. I was talking to Mike Moyer and my big bone to pick with him is like, okay, so we're a high risk sport. Why? I want to know why. Because, you know, our guys, can, we can control our environment right up to our competition environment. We know who's going to wrestle who. He has a fever. Okay, he's not wrestling this guy. Football, you don't know. You, you don't know who's going to – basketball, you pass that ball to somebody, somebody else's arm. It, it, so our sport, I don't know why. We got to figure that out because we, we – if we don't have an NCAA tournament, uh, we're going to have some problems. We need to have an NCAA tournament. And, and I think um, – and, I, again – I'm a rookie at this sport, right? But I, I see that um, you have weigh-ins where kids show up. We you know we got to show up at a tournament at five in the morning, six in the morning, get the kids there early. Um, so with weigh-ins can come temperature checks. So right there, right then and there as kids are walking in the room. Um, and I think people who are not in sport or have never been in sport. So like my wife is in the medical field, right? Right. She's been very, very, very strict through this whole thing. My kids have not been allowed out of the house until the last yeah. few weeks. And, um, but she's never been in sport. So theoretically in her mind, 
she looks at wrestling and says, okay, wrestling, contact right. sport, yeah. people touching, bad, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, my son who wrestles, and, and, and I have been trying to say, well, you don't understand the process of, of wrestling as right. far as what they've done. And, you know, yeah, okay, sure. No matter how clean you are, are people going to get a skin disease from time to time? Are people going to get whatever? You can't hold that against the sport, but the sport has been known to be one of the cleanliness, proactive, protective sports out there. And we see it like when I went to App State for the camp, after every single rotation, they had the seniors or the, the college students come out with their sprayers. Yeah. Every time. And this wasn't during the pandemic. This was just during camp. Right. Nothing was going on. So they, I mean, when I go to club, every time, uh, you know, club's not going on now, but when I, when we do go to clubs after every, and uh, during every break, they're cleaning during every, every break, they're telling the kids, make sure you go to the defense soap or whatever it is. And, right. and, and, and so, yeah, I think that, I think it's just um, a process of, you know, I, I think people say the country overreacted a bit, which, you know, sometimes we need a bit of overreaction to get people on the right track. But I think now people are settling in. It seems to be going in the right direction. And um, it'll be good. I, like I told you before we got on, I get to go to my first tournament here uh, next week. And uh, uh, it'll be fun to, to see wrestling again live. You know, no, I, no doubt. No, that's what I'm looking forward to is just to get on the mat. Even even the way, you know, our season's going to start January 1. And, you know, they're looking at possibly eight duels and then going into the ACC tournament. And then two weeks later, uh, going into, the, you know, NCAA tournament. So uh, I'm excited just to have a tournament. We, we need to have a tournament, but we need to have a tournament the right way. You know, right now there's a thing talking about 16-man brackets. I, I just don't think that, that that's, gonna, that's, that's not going to benefit our student-athletes. You know, as us as a conference, the ACC, you look how many guys we're qualifying we're averaging four guys per weight and that's six schools. So we're, we're, we're like, you know, when you look at our numbers, we're like right up there with the big 10 for us, it, we can't go backwards and all of a sudden have our, our, our finalists and then maybe one or two guys in a different weight class uh, qualify. We're, we're, we're too good for that. So we need to, we need to figure it out, but we need to have a tournament. We need to have a 32 man bracket and we need to get it on out there in St. Louis. And I think there's, there's a justice like uh I spoke to Tony Greathouse, who's bringing the GFC to Myrtle Beach. And, and you know, before where it was like, okay, everybody go wrestle. Um, he's changed it to where it's two days now instead of one day. And um, he is, uh, and he's splitting up where varsity division is going to wrestle this day. And then he's going to have elites break up and, yeah. you know, but we're wrestling. So all he did was say, okay, I can still have my tournament. I'm going to adjust it. Now it's bigger uh, and better. And, and that's, that's great. Uh, Brent Branson, coach loves his Ohio boys. Lord, Ohio wrestlers are better than Florida wrestlers. <laughs> Wait a second. Our best can compete with your best. <laughs> gotcha. These, they, they do know I love I love my Ohio boys. I got yeah. them, I got yeah. them on staff and I got them in the room. And yeah, we, we love, you know, it all, I think it all started with uh, Lexington High School. I mean, it was like gold there. We were just getting one after another. So I was like, man, if, if, 
if this is good enough, let's let's get in that state and let's let you know Tom Ryan can't get them all. So yeah, yeah. Hey, coach, coach Glennon makes doctors and lawyers. Uh, <laughs> hey, so uh, man, let's do it. Duke wrestling, man. You've been there. You've been locked in there for gosh, almost a decade now, right? Yeah, yeah. Hard uh, to believe. Crazy. Man, building that program, and, and you've decided to uh, uh, you've decided to add some some awesome names to your coaching tree uh, with Erickson and NATO. But first, man, let's talk about Duke wrestling, uh, your philosophy, your culture in the room, you know, what you're about, you know, what's Duke wrestling? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a blue collar guy, you know, so I'm not, I'm not really too in tune with that, with the, with the, with the connect. I mean, you know, my, my, my dad was a plumber, you know, my mother was a nurse's aide. So, I mean, I've, I've just, you know, I had five brothers, three sisters. So there was a lot of scrapping going on in that house. So I had no choice but to be a wrestler. But, you know, I look for guys that, I mean, you know, that you know, when they when they come to college, they realize that it's an opportunity to better the rest of your life. They're not coming here looking to find their, cut their wild oats and not coming here looking for the, the party atmosphere. You know, they want to get here. They want to get a great degree. They want to have a great experience on the mat. And, and, and we, you know, I talk about, I tell people, we're not Campbell's soup. So Campbell's soup, they get the chicken, they get the rice, they get all that stuff together. I said, I, I want that. I just want to be the salt. I just want to be that salt and pepper. I want to make that soup taste a little better in, within five years. And that's kind of what we do. You know, we, we get good kids. And at the end of their time here, people notice, ah, he was a good kid going into Duke. So they didn't really do that too much. But he is a little different, just a little better. And that's what we try to do. I mean, I don't want to make the soup. I just want to be the guy that with this big chef hat that makes the salt <laughs> run down my arm and put a little like, bit of flavor like, on you're it. The, you're the emerald, right? Bam. I'm, I'm the emerald. I'm just a, I'm the pow guy. The bam, the wow, whatever yeah. emerald says. Boom. The guy, I have the boom. That's right, what I want to do. You've been there long enough now where, where you have created great men in society. So it's got to mean a lot to you when they get that business degree, that law degree, when they go on and become – you know, like I was talking to uh, to other coaches in your conference, and they're like, "Man, I I got a guy at Harvard right now doing medical. You know, and a guy working as a doctor." And it's, you know, it's yeah, we we created good wrestlers, and it's fun to see them go past and love the sport and get back to sport. But it's so cool to see what they're doing now in life. And it's oh, no doubt, no doubt. So you know what is exciting to me is when these guys graduate and their experience at Duke was just so good that they want to give back. So right away within the next year, they're talking about, Hey, how do I get involved with the iron dukes? How do I make the next guy's experience better? And, and that's, that to me shows that they had a great experience. Cause look, we, when I first got here, I was fortunate to be an assistant here for two years. So I kind of sat back and kind of watched the program and things that you want to change and make better. And I just want, I said, look, you know, what I want to, is balance. I didn't want guys like, you know, the, the first week I have a test, I, you don't, you're not going to see me for a month because I'm going to go study. I was like, you, you know, you're, you're a division one athlete. No other sport does that. You know, we, 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 we don't want to be looked at as a club. We want to be looked at as a D one program where we're going to compete. We're going to be successful. We're going to have all Americans, you know, and we've had, we have a great streak going. We're up there with, you know, like Michigan and those guys for having, you know, the, the most that, that longest streak of having putting all Americans out. So, and then, you know, being too, you know, where academically, so we get up there and we, we place in the top 25, top 10, 
academically as well. So I wanted that balance for our program. And that's what we, we, we've been able to do. Hey, you can, if you're a competitor, you can, you do it in the classroom, you do it on the mat and you do it in the community. There's no reason to shut down and focus on one. We want guys that can focus on, on different tasks. And at the end of the day, come away. We, it's a crazy, so we have engineers, we have doctors, but also we have guys, we have two guys that are, that are going to be Navy SEALs right now. So, and, and, you know, we had one guy on wall street and making a lot of money doing a lot of good things. He calls me up. He's like, coach, I, I think I want to do something different. I was like, okay, so what do you want to do? You want to get off wall street? You want to go to Chicago? You want to do it? He's like, no, nah, I want to, I want to, I, I need to come down and get a face to face with you. So I was like, yeah, come on down. So he's like, I want to give this all up. My dream is always, you know, I knew he wanted to do secret service, but he's like, I want to, I want to be a Navy SEAL. And I was just like, okay, are you sure? He goes, yes, I, I want to do this. I feel like I want, I want to get my life in this order. And I want, and I was, I said, I'm happy one that you would come back and talk to us about, but I'm happy that the, the process of being a Duke would get you ready for that, that challenge. So super excited. He just finished up uh, in, in, in Illinois. And now he's getting ready to go down to uh, San Diego and, and getting ready to get into the real stuff. So I'm excited for him. Yeah, Brent Branson just said Bo Branson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, uh, yeah, you know, I was going to ask because I'm sure when when you're on the recruiting trail um, and you're talking to kids, the kids want to wrestle, right? So they're you can just you can talk wrestling with them and they'll just oh, eat yeah. it all up and they're like, "Yeah, coach, I just want to wrestle after wrestling." Yeah, yeah. But of course, the parents are like, "Hey, wait a second, coach, this is Duke. Yeah, uh, the academics are going to be tough on my kid." Uh, he's smart, but obviously it's still next level. Uh, just like he can be a state champion, but you go to college, it's a new, it's a new show, right? right. Um, how, how do you, how are you going to keep my child uh, focused on both, you know, making sure that he's still, you know, he's not, he's not losing focus on the classroom and he's not losing focus on the wrestling and he's moving forward in, on both tracks, if that makes sense. No, no, that definitely does. And, and you, so, that's a lot of that used to be the recruiting tool against us. It's like, hey, if you go to Duke, they're heavy on the academics. You're not going to make it. Then, then we started popping out all Americans, and then that that kind of changes. But I mean, our our graduation rate here amongst student athletes is 98 percent. So 98 percent of the student athletes that come into Duke, they graduate. Our academic support is unbelievable here. Uh, the class size, 15 to one, the ratio. Uh, so our, they get individual attention. The tutors here are unbelievable. So if I tell the parents, if, you're, if, you're, if your son can get up and get out of bed and go to class, guess what? In four years, five years, you're going to be seeing him graduate. So that's the thing. It, it's got to be the start of it has to be important uh, to the parents and to the student athletes. So I talk about the addition or I, I say, it's the end factor. I want to be an All-American or a national champion, and I want to run a company, and I want to. So if you're, if you, if I sit in your living room and you say to me, Coach, I want to be an All-American, I want to be a national champion, and I wait and I don't hear, oh, and I want to take over, you know, a business, or I want to get on Wall Street, or I want to be an engineer, I want. Then I kind of say like, Ah, this is not the guy for me because I want somebody that is equally focused on both parts of those things are important. And then, and then an education, what a Duke education means to parents. I want them to understand when your kid graduates from Duke, he's not going to be living in your cellar anymore. He's, he's, you know, he's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be taking care of you 
when it's all said and done. So that's what, you know, we kind of talk about with, 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 with the Duke degree and what that means and, and how much, I, I tell you what, I said, no one, I said, you can throw a Duke, you know, a, say a Duke, you have a chip and you put it in a bag and it had Duke, Harvard, Yale, Columbia, and you mix it up and a CEO pulls out the chip and he's like, oh, I got a Duke chip. He's not going to be, oh my goodness, I got a Duke chip. You know, he, he's going to be like, just as happy to get a Duke chip as a Harvard chip. So, you know, so I, I, we have a lot of great things going on here at Duke and there's a lot of great opportunities for a student athlete to come here for Duke. It offers a lot of shows really great. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Obviously you can tell. So. Yeah, that's great. I mean, obviously you've been there a long time and uh, uh, you've decided to shake things up a little bit this year. You, you've added the great Tom Erickson, uh, the great NATO to your coaching tree. Uh, you know what, How'd that come about? What made you want to shake things up? And, 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 and what made those two guys the right fit for your program? Well, I'll, I'll talk to, obviously, you know, Tom Erickson, you know, I've known him for a long, long time. And, and, you know, we wrestled the air that Oklahoma state, you know, and, and, and uh, just was on some great teams together there. Then we did the freestyle stuff together. So I always talk to Tom if I had an opportunity to bring him into the situation that I was in that I was going to bring him in. So we, 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 we talked throughout the years and I, you know, Hey Tom, what do you think about this? So picking his brain on that. So I knew that I was going to, going to bring Tom in and what he brings to the program structure. We're going to be hosting the ACCs in two years. Tom hosted the big tens at Purdue. So I, I was thinking way ahead when they said, Oh, Duke's going to be hosting. And I wanted it to be awesome. You know, when we get this thing. So obviously you get a guy like, Tom Erickson that can bring that structure in. I mean, he, you're talking about, you know, him, him hosting an awesome event with, with 14 teams. We have six. So I can imagine in Cameron what that's going to look like when he gets his hand on it. And, you know, it's funny uh, when I talked to Tom, he's already was looking at venues to have like different things going on to have with, with, with wrestling. So I knew that that would be, was going to be a great fit. So that was a no brainer for me to get a guy like that in here too. And yeah. then obviously Tomasello. As far as as far as Erickson, what's that going to mean for your big boys? Oh, that's going to mean some pain for the big boys. That's going to mean a lot of pain. You know, when he <laughs> when he when he laces his shoes up, you're gonna get you're gonna get the bear claw, you know, <laughs> up beside the head if you're not doing the right things. Tom's the bodyguard for me. You know, he's done that ever since college. So I I my my persona, the tough guy. I don't need that anymore. I got it's like now I got the big man. You know, I just say all right, you, all right. Here's an individual with the big man if, if you want something. So uh, it's all good on that aspect for me now. I don't, I don't have to – the wear and tear on my body is going to be a lot less. All right. So talk about Nato, man. You bring him in. What a guy. I mean, I, uh, he, I mean he's a rock. I mean, I, I, I've talked to a couple other national champions, and, I, and I've heard people post that, man, to move that kid around and, to, and, and to, when you work with him, I mean, you get 100% of him. Oh, no doubt. And, and he's – Nathan, he's, you know, he's a great wrestler, but he's even a greater person. I mean, he's, he wants to mentor, he wants to mentor our student athletes in the right way. I mean, yeah, he wants to get them on the podium and do all that stuff. But it, it, I, I know it may sound cliche and a lot of people, but he wants to make good people. He wants, he wants to turn out, you know, young guys that are going to come out of this program that, you, you know, you're not going to be behind them in their, you know, and then lighten it up with profanity and all that kind of stuff. So Nathan is just, he, he wants to mold guys. And, and it, it, you know, when I tell you it's a struggle for him to say, 
Do I want to do I want to do the Olympic thing and I want to put all that effort in or do I want to put all of my effort into developing guys? It, it truly is a struggle because he loves being in the room. You can see how the guys gravitate towards him. Everybody wants to get an individual with him, not just because, you know, what he does on the mat, but because how the way he, uh, you know, approaches wrestling and how the way he approaches that mentality and how, what you have to be in order to get what he's got. So bringing him in, I wanted somebody, but you know, I'm, what, you know, look, I'm, 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 I'm old enough to be a lot of these kids' dads, you know. So they, when they hear me talking, they hear, oh, that sounds like my old man, you know, and they, their ears get small. And they, but when Nathan talks, they're like, this is a guy who's we speak the same language, you know. And when he talks about, you know, what it takes and all this other stuff, it's not coming from your dad; it's coming from Nathan. So it's it's just a different feel. And that's what I wanted to get somebody who can relate more on the level with with, with the. And then I I just wanted, I wanted our, our lighter weight guys to be tougher, and I wanted them to just to have that mentality of of going out there, setting the tone, and and I I felt like bringing a you know we got too close we got a guy up top who can start it you know a guy who can close it like Tom Erickson and he's coaching these 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 heavy guys to know how to close a match out, but then I wanted to spark it with Nate with Nathan. You know, hey, teach a guy that that sets the tone when he's out at 25 and he comes out. It sets the whole duel when he's like rough and he's physical and he's getting up in a guy's face and 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 he's holding their head down and he's cutting them, letting them. Out. And the guys are like, yeah, yeah, I'm next. The 33 is like, I'm fired up. I want to do that too. And then 41, and then then all come. It comes down to the heavyweight. You got to tighten match when you look at your heavyweight and you got a closer and he's like dude i'm gonna get this done and he's got that confidence that swag he walks out on the mat and you're like he shakes hand and he's like he's roughing the guy up and the guy's like oh what am i doing? And he pins him and the team's like going crazy right so those are the things i experienced in college i remember we had penn state down and it was standing room only and it was a nip and tuck duel with bumping guys up with doing all this kind of stuff and and you know they're ranked number one in some polls. We're ranked number, and we get Erickson. I look at this guy, and he, you know, he's like a bear out there, and he's like, you know, you turn him loose, and the, the, everybody's standing crazy. That's what promotes wrestling, and that's what I want to have happen at Duke, you know. And that's we have to get guys that experience and have done that before, and that's why we we got these two guys in on our staff. I was on a, uh, I, I was I was blessed to be invited by Jacob Hughley on his. Uh, he does a fantasy show too with, with HMA, right? Home at advantage. And he invited me on and here I am sitting in, and there's Seth Gross and there's Jack up there. Right. And, uh, and I'm like, wow, I'm on the show with these two. But uh, one of the matchups that was brought up was one with NATO or something. And, and I think Jack said something like, well, I think he would turn NATO and Seth Gross was like, nobody turns NATO. Like <laughs> you may, you may beat him in other ways, but yeah. to turn that guy is, very difficult and uh and he knows how to be low to the ground and be a rock but i mean i've seen it at at i've, I've gone to a clinic where he was in the room and these i could imagine what it is at a college room but it, oh yeah at a little level all these kids are begging him to go one-on-one -on -one with them you yeah. know whether they're five eight ten fifteen years old whatever uh they're all in and man he was so gracious you know he was he was doing it and then uh so man great great additions there for you and uh yeah. and, and you know and hopefully those two also help attract more kids uh, having those two, especially big guys, because yeah. I mean, Erickson's known as the creator of some heavyweight champs. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully we get some big guys at Duke and 
Yeah, and then getting that Duke education. I mean, you have Duke on your on your resume. It, it you get you get ten extra credit points for that. <laughs> no doubt, you get a lot. You get a lot more looks. You know, you get a lot more yeah. looks. Yeah. Uh, when you got that Duke, and the, and the connection with those guys, they just. You know, they want to help each other out. I get the calls all the time. It's like, hey, what do you have in this area? What do you have in this area? I want to I want to get a Duke guy in. I want to get a Duke guy in. So they're always looking out for each other. So that's what I think that you get, uh, you know, with that Duke degree, you get that these guys looking at the, the network is unbelievable. And that's something that you don't get at a lot of places. You know, a lot of times you when you graduate, it's like, hey, good luck good to luck. you. <laughs> good luck. Hey, thumbs up. Congrats, yeah. you got out the world. Yeah. You go. Yep, yep. Hey, so, get out uh, of the world. So, uh, yeah. Brent Branson here. He says, uh, you know, I guess there's a little rivalry between you and Coach Pop at NC State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes there is, sometimes there's not. We gotta, we gotta make it one. But you know what's funny is like, you know, uh, Pat and Coleman. I mean, we're, we, you know, it's great that during the season we want to beat each other. We want to, you know, we want to do, but off season i mean our room cash you know goes down to here we had those guys down in our room you know so now we have nathan he goes down there and trains and so it's a good environment to develop guys and and but but obviously we're competitive enough to to want to beat each other but then too is i'm a fan of pat's program when he's not wrestling me and i'm a fan of coleman's program when he's not wrestling me because you know, you want to get our philosophy out, and that's the Oklahoma State philosophy, what we believe, you know, when you go there, what, you know, all those things. And so you you kind of like, I want to see those guys succeed because we have 10, right now we have 10 coaches that are have been in Oklahoma State that are in D1 right now. So we're, we're taking over. We're taking over. So the, 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 uh, the triangle, you know, we got Erickson here. We got another cowboy here in the triangle. So we got a lot of good things going on. So we want to, we, at the same time, we want our programs to grow, but we want our philosophy uh, to grow as well too. So. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Jacob Hughley says, uh, who are some new guys that Duke fans, <clears throat> excuse me, should be excited to see this season? I think, I think, you know, looking at our guys, obviously I like uh, uh, Logan Agin uh, in Ohio, you know, don't, people are saying I'm loving on Ohio, but here I here, here comes the love fest. You know, I think he's gonna be he's he's a tough kid. He's gritty. You look at what he's done. I mean, he's beaten a lot of the. You know, it, it's funny they 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 didn't give him a lot of love, but he's beaten a lot of top ranked guys at 19 and 20. You know, and you know, and and I think he's gonna be a guy that's gonna be you're gonna look for. I, you know, Connor Becker is another one of another freshman. Uh, another Ohio kid. We got uh, uh, Chaconis out of Jersey. We we got some nice kids that I'm super excited to just get them experienced and then watch what they do within the next couple of years in our program. So I'm 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 excited because you know what's funny is I I got this from a professor my first year here at Duke and I see him every now and then. He says your first year here. He goes I couldn't tell a wrestler from a fencing and, and I was like really so he goes I can tell what wrestlers look like you know now I know what they look like he goes they they look they, they just look you can tell and he goes that that's a credit to what the guys you're bringing in and and the, the evolution of your strength and conditioning all these other things but he goes they they look like wrestlers they look like they can get out and just tear a guy's arms off 
And I'm hearing this from a, a Duke professor. So I was like, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. I like that, Doc. I appreciate that. That, that, that compliment. You know, you've been you've been now in the ACC for a decade, two as an assistant and the last eight as the head coach. Um, and just in my short period of time in wrestling, a few years, but the growth of ACC wrestling has been pretty, really good. I mean, it seems like they're putting guys on the national level every year. They're becoming a national powerhouse. Oh. How far has the ACC come in your time there? And, and what has started to make them such a great conference? I think the importance to the administrators about how important a wrestling is and, 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 and just all the programs, I'm, I'm talking from Pitt to Virginia Tech to Virginia, they all do a great job with, you know, the academics and the athletic component. So they, they stress all of those things equally and you just get a good kid coming out of these conferences. And then, and, and then it's an arms race too. You know, you got, uh, you know, now you got, you know, uh, uh, Coleman trying to up me with bringing Jamil Kelly in. Cause I bring, uh, you know, Erickson and Tomasello. in. so it's, it's, it's always <laughs> something that these guys are like, you know, they're, Hey, so who are you bringing in? And they wait, you know, okay. So now the, you know, all of a sudden the die down that we, what we bring, what we bring in, then all of a sudden, you know, Coleman's going to hit us with, with that kind of stuff. And then I'm sure Pat's got something up his sleeve down the road too. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a great rivalry. And I think it spreads across the conference. All of us are on board with the betterment of wrestling first and our program second. So we're, we're talking, we're, we're in communication with, with, you know, where, you know, we're calling each other on zoom calls and we're saying, Hey, how can we, you know, move forward with NCAAs? What do we want as, and, and so we, as a conference, were unanimous with the, with the start of, you know, January 1. We all got together, we talked about the benefits of that, and we all unanimously as a conference said, hey, we wanna do this. So I think we're all on the same page. And you look at what our conference used to do with qualifiers and now what we do. Like you know, like I said, we're averaging, you know, you know, we're averaging four guys per weight class. Some guys, some, some weight classes are taking everybody. And that's a testament to what we're doing and, and how we're going at, you know, you look at, who Pat's wrestling, who Coleman's wrestling, who we wrestle, who Pitt wrestles. We're, we're going after Big Ten teams and we're going after all these top teams and we're going after top Ivy League teams and we're wrestling all these and we're getting our wrestlers. We're going to the scuffle. We're going to Florida. We're doing all these things and our administrators are getting that. So they're, 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 they're increasing the budgets and they're allowing us the opportunity to get our guys better. So, yeah. And you're putting kids on the podium. Oh, no doubt. We're, you know, you look at us, like I said, so we're, we, you know, we're going, you know, we're, we, we got a streak going and it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's up there with, with, with Michigan and, and Ohio state and, and Iowa with, you know, Hey, you know, every time these guys have a guy that's ranked, they're putting them on the podium. They're doing that. And that's what we're doing. So it's a good streak. We're going to, we want to continue that. We want to get multiple Americans. We got to get over the hump and get, get, get a, get a, 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 a national champ. We've had a finalist. we got to get a, we got to get a champ now. And then, you know, we can, we can, we can kind of can complete that circle. So it's some exciting things at Duke and, you know, but, it, but as a conference, I'm excited to be in this conference because it's competitive guys want to win, but guys want to do things the right way. Yeah. And every school you go to is like a weekend vacation. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> hey, every school, every school <laughs> in this conference offers something, you know, you, you go down and I'm not, you know, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be a recruit for, for Virginia, but you look at how beautiful that campus is and then you come to Duke and then you come to Carolina and then you go to state and every campus has just like a unique 
just the beauty to, you know, Virginia Tech, they got, you know, just the beautiful mountains and all that kind of, so it's, you got some great stuff going on in this conference. You'd have to be crazy not to want to come here. You know, the thing like it used to be like, oh, if you go to the ACC, you can't go to nationals. It's like, you can go to nationals and not only you can go to nationals, you can win nationals, you can be an All-American. So this conference has a lot to offer. You got to give it a, a you know, you, you got, you, you got to give it a, 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 give it a try, at least come on a visit. You know? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, another question from, uh, from Jacob Hughley. Uh, you mentioned that your athletes trained together after college. Have there ever been talks about a joint RTC between the three North Carolina schools? You know, we definitely, you know, we got, we have, uh, Kenny Monday down here now, and he's over at, uh, at, at UNC. And so he's kind of talked a little bit about what, what would a joint deal look like? I think it, for me personally, I think it would be great, but I think the other two schools would have to kind of say, what, what, what are we bringing to the table? Is it going to be a recruiting component? Cause I think if you take, if you just do the senior level development, what, which, which, most of the schools have been doing right now. And you, and if that's the main focus, it's going to be a lot easier than if it's a recruiting tool, because then you're going to say, if you're NC state, you're going to say, well, Hey, you know, I'm using this to get so-and-so XYZ athlete here and, and, and in UNC and we're doing the same thing. But if we could come together and say, what's the main focus. Okay. Developing senior level athletes, getting them on that circuit. Then I, I think a triangle, a regional training center would be an awesome idea. Cool. Uh, so now, you know, before we get into the, the 10 questions and stuff, um, I know you want to discuss uh, coaching opportunities. So elaborate on that a little bit and get into. Well, I was just talking about, you know, we're talking about all of the, the, the environment that's going on right now, uh, as particularly, you know, with, with, with black coaches being involved in, uh, in, in head coaching opportunities. And I, 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 I am always one because I look at my the way I when I got into the sport, I started out as an assistant. Then I was a, a, a head assistant and, a, a, you know, and then I was a second assistant. I was first assistant. All of those things that 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 you had to do in order to when you see a lot of times like other athletes come out and they're, they're, boom, they're right ahead. So I think for us, I think it's, it's it, in order to keep more minorities in in wrestling, we have to have more opportunities to, to be not just a workout guy, but to learn the ins and outs of the program. And, and I really had, I was fortunate to have, you know, when I went to Purdue, you know, it got opened up to me a lot of things, you know, uh, the, the availability to, to, to reach out to alumni, to see different aspects of a, 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 a program and how it's run helped me to get, to get the Duke job. And, but I think if you're going through the gamut of like, okay, all of those things, no one, you don't have time to be an assistant, you know, for, for three years or a volunteer for four years. And, and then by the time you're, you know, you get up to the head coaching job, you're kind of long in the tooth. And, and I think the opportunity to open up for, for you know, particularly black athletes to have the experience to, 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 to learn the next side of it, we have to do something better for that. So that's, that's my little spiel on it. I think there needs to be more opportunity to get, more people who look like me in roles that coach that are head coaching roles. And I think there's a lot of uh, great young black coaches out there. I've talked to the Morgan brothers. I've talked to the Morris twins. I've talked to, um, you know, coach Scott down at Lake Highland prep. I've talked to uh, coach at uh, 
FBC or, or whatever that, uh, and I mean, I've talked to a ton of them, Creighton and, and I can keep going. If I forgot you guys, please, I've done 300 of these, but, but yeah, there's a lot of great young black men out there that are, that are coaching right now and, and that are doing really good things. And I'd love to see how they progress and it'll be fun to watch them. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so listen, I'm going to do my 10 questions and today I'm going to do them. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do my 10 questions are brought to you by Matt Geeks. Since we have an ACC coach on, we'll say these 10 questions are brought to you by Matt Geeks. So all ACC, anything you want to know, ACC, uh, Matt Geeks and Jacob Hugley, he's the guy. So my 10 questions are brought from him. Check out his show, Everything ACC. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, so here we go. You ready, coach? Yes. Cameron Indoor or Wallace Wade? Cameron Indoor. Cameron Indoor. Crazy, crazy. No, uh, no doubt. The original Q or City Barbecue? Oh, Q Shack all the way. Q Shack, Q Shack all, all the way. way. Uh, car Gym or Cosgrin Stadium? Oh, Car Gym. A lot of great matches in Card, no doubt. Owls or Corbett's Burgers? I gotta go with. I I, I gotta go with. Oh man. I don't want to get myself in trouble there. I uh, go to. I, I do both, so I don't know. I'm. I'm hey, gonna be. There's political. no rules. There's no rules. If you say both, well, I'm good with I'm that. I'm gonna be political in this in this in this climate of. You know, I'm gonna be. I, I like both. I yeah. like. I you like both. I like the burgers at Owls, but the French fries. At, there you go. Right. Yeah, the shit. There, there you go. That's uh, what we're gonna do. Jack Combs Field or Morris Williams Track. Oh, got to get out on the track. I, we got we have our guys doing that track, uh, you know, in March. So I yeah, got to get on that track for sure. Uh, Tello or Salt and Lime? Nuvo oh. Taco or Salt and Lime? I'm going to go to Salt and Lime. <laughs> the Wellness Center or the Aquatic Center? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Aquatics. I like to get in that pool every now and then. I like to get in that pool. But these are all great places on the Duke campus. No doubt. Get your butt kicked in the wrestling room and walk on over to the wellness center and get fixed up. There you go. Uh, let's see what we got here. Pizzeria Toro or Hutchins? I got Pizzeria Toro for sure. Nice. Uh, the Ford Library or the Basketball Museum? Oh, Basketball Museum. A lot of good stuff going on up there. All right, so you're out for a fancy meal, you're doing recruiting, or you got parents in town. You go to Vinraj or Capitol Grill? Capitol Grill. Capitol Grill. A, a, a taste for everyone. A taste for everyone at the Capitol Grill, yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of Capitol Grill, so, um, God, it must have been, I don't know, late at night, and I was walking down. There used to be this... Uh, this restaurant on the top of the mall and you come down the steps uh -huh. at the bottom of the mall is a Capitol grill. So, you know, me and my friend, we were up there I'm coming down the steps and this guy walks right by me into Capitol grill. And it takes me a second. And I think, Holy shit, that was Grant Hill. <laughs> and I was like, damn, now I know Capitol grill, Duke Capitol grill here. I'm sure he's frequented both. Oh, no uh, doubt. No doubt. And there's a dookie that everybody, um, man, it's a shame he was injured. I think he, yeah, arguably one of the best basketball guys we've seen in, in my lifetime. So, oh, great mind, great mind, too. Uh, you get a lot of great, great guys coming out of Duke, but this has been great, coach. I mean, keep kicking life's ass, like I tell everybody, and uh, keep.
keep doing big things. And um, I, I hope one day I get to get up there and visit you and say hello and, and get to say thank you for coming. We, we, we got to get you. We got to get you into a basketball game, my man. That's what we got to get you going. Absolutely. I'm I'm in. I'll wear my mask. There you go. Wait, we, we, we need to make this happen. For sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, is it easier to message you on Facebook or Instagram? Facebook, Instagram, I check them both. All right, I'll message you my, my cell phone and we'll get together. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, thank, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Tell NATO I said what's up. We'll tell NATO, yeah, for sure. All right, see you, buddy. All right, buddy.